Welcome to the penultimate bite of 2022. There is another one coming on Friday, but this is our last guest contribution today. When I started this project back in the summer, I had no idea who would respond to the request for a voice note or what they would say. I'm sure you'll agree that what has emerged has become a delightful store cupboard of thoughts and musings, something that we can go back to and pull something out of when we need a bit of sustenance through the course of the winter. Thank you so much to all the many wonderful artists and creatives who have shared about some of the struggles they face and the spiritual and artistic practices they employ. The side benefit, of course, has been that we've also had a chance to hear about what is going on out there and uh, be encouraged by the breadth of creative engagement that's happening across the country. I hope that there will be some new listeners and readers and viewers and customers out there as a result. And remember, if you haven't sent me a bite yet... I'm still open to it. Send me something in and it will appear in the new season in 2023. Our final contributor for this season is the first person I spoke to about this idea. Rebecca Fraser, aka the Parkhead Artist, lives nearby and we frequently communicate via voice note. It's the easiest way to do it in the midst of busy lives. Becky lives and works alongside her local community in Tollcross and Parkhead in the East End of Glasgow to explore creativity, share stories and document East End life together. Over the past few years, she says, we have planted a garden, recorded a podcast, painted some murals and walked many miles chatting and becoming friends. She recorded her bite as a voice note shortly after having run some art workshops in a shopping centre. And you get to listen in. Here it is. Hi, Fiona. Just getting back to you, taking a quiet three minutes in my busy, noisy life, um, which is a treat. I um, I'm just out of work. Um, I've just had a day of community workshops at the Forge um, in Parkhead um, and it's funny because I was thinking about how often we talk about what we call ourselves as artists and how being able to say I'm an artist <laughs> can take quite a lot of self-confidence and um, and I feel like when I'm talking to people I feel a lot more comfortable saying I'm a community artist um, because that is really what I do I wouldn't be an artist without the community and um, there would be no art if there wasn't community around me whether that be um, geographically in the East End working with the people who live here um, or whether it be um, other artists who are scattered around the country and the world um, or even my kids and my home life. I feel like they're also my community um, who inspire me and also make artwork with me. Um, yeah, I think it is a huge responsibility collaborating with community. Um, it, you can get such fun, vibrant, diverse pieces of art when you work with lots of different people especially people who don't think of themselves as artists. They're probably my, the people I love working with the most, um, really drawing out that creative side of them that they always have had, but they've just maybe never acknowledged. And again, have not had the self-confidence to call it art or name themselves as artists. Um, so I, um, yeah, love working with community and all those different shapes and forms um in lockdown that was really hard obviously my work practice completely changed a lot of it was remote 
a lot of it was online. Um, I kind of really stuck my heels in and I didn't really do a lot of online work. I just felt like it didn't really suit my community. There was just far too many barriers. So instead I tried to do um, community engagement that was um, socially distanced and that was a really good challenge and we did make some really exciting things. And then in the end of the day, I, st- I started just seeing my family and the people who were in my four walls as my community in that time. And um, I started the Fraser Family Print Studio and my little boys, they started getting involved making monoprints in the garden on those long lockdown afternoons. Um, and actually doing that it kind of actually kind of gave me the love of printmaking again. I'd stopped printmaking while I, after art school, hadn't really done a lot of it, but just that challenge to make things with not a lot of materials at home um, with the kids, it's actually really inspiring and I think has helped me think of different ways of doing printmaking with children and families in the community. So I'm excited to kind of build on that um but yeah this is my little musings on my creative practice and the community that inspire me hopefully we've all been able to do a bit of musing as we've listened to these podcasts maybe it's given us cause to reflect on our own practice and I thought it was really interesting the way Becky talked about having to be ingenious I guess and finding community within her smaller family set up um, during the pandemic interesting how circumstances that are difficult and hard which as creatives a lot of us have walked through in the last couple of years they can also push us towards uh, fresh ingenuity and fresh love of something that maybe we'd left behind I'm keen to engage the services of the Fraser family print studio for my next commissioned needs She says as though she commissions print work all the time. Anyway, that is it for today. I'm back on Friday for one final bite of 2022. Speak to you then. Foolproof Bites is created and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. For more information about Foolproof's work, go to www.foolproofcreativearts.com or follow us on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. 